Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So how many of you compare yourself to John the Baptist? (laughs) Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Yeah. Never have I compared myself with John the Baptist. And honestly, never have I even prayed to John the Baptist, the one who was touched by the Holy Spirit when Mary walked into Elizabeth's home, knowing that the Savior was in the womb of Mary. He leapt in Elizabeth's womb. I mean, lived in the wilderness on locusts and wild honey, preparing the way for Jesus. Not being prideful and full of himself when Jesus comes because, hey, let's be honest, he was the dude, right? People were coming out to him to be baptized by water. But of course, he says, hey, the one who's coming, not even his sandals am I worthy to tie. He's greater than me. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Maybe I ought to start praying to him, (laughs) asking him to intercede for me. Powerful, powerful. So I love the reading today, and it's one that probably not many of us really remember, but I think it's one that I'm going to read to you, number one. But number two, it's, it's a reminder of preparing for the Lord during this time and what it really means. It's not just preparing your heart. It's heralding. Hark, the herald angel sings. You know, we need to be heralding and shouting about Jesus. (laughs) The one who saves the world. We should be shouting at the mountaintops. Why are we not doing that? Why are we letting culture stymie us and squash us? If anything, now is the time to stand up and bring Jesus in the front, front, the forefront of culture and truth. Okay, let me read the reading here. Again, if you're not reading the readings, please read them. They are 
always going to speak to you, just like today in Luke chapter 7, 24 through 30. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Sorry, there is such wind. I am telling you, it's crazy. I have been thanking God all night for this house. I mean, seriously, we've had some big, big, big gusts. So you might hear some cracking and things like that in the background, just like what happened, but you may not have heard it. I heard it pretty loud. I just wanted to tell you the house hasn't fallen down. God's protecting me. All right, let me start over. When the messengers of John the Baptist had left, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go to go out to the desert to see? A reed swayed by the wind? Then what did you go out to see? Someone dressed in fine garments? Those who dress luxuriously and live sumptuously are found in royal palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom scripture says, Behold, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. Jesus goes on to say, I tell you, among those born of women, no one is greater than John. Yet the least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. All the people who listened, including the tax collectors, who were baptized with the baptism of John, acknowledged the righteousness of God. But the Pharisees and the scholars of the law, who were not baptized by him, rejected the plan of God for themselves. So as we look at where we're at in this third week of Advent, which is very, very quickly disappearing before our eyes, I think we might want to look at how we are preparing the way for Jesus to enter our family and friends' hearts. It doesn't have to be big monumental things. Like I said, if you watch my video on YouTube, the most recent one that I posted two days ago, it had everything to do with stopping when you do become angry, frustrated, irritable, apologizing to that person, and then, of course, apologizing to God, which does a couple of things. Number one, it humiliates you because you are apologizing to God because you didn't love that person the way you should. It's also evangelizing because that person is seeing you humble yourself, not only in front of them right there at that moment, but also to God to say, Lord, I didn't mean to not love these people like you want me to. Tell me that isn't paving a path. Your family, your children, your relationships are going to be better because you are going to be more humble 
and you're going to nip it in the bud the minute it happens, and you're going to apologize to that person and to God, and then you're going to take it to confession and really put it out there and keep working on it. That is what life is all about. Living and learning, living and learning, living and learning. It's really sad if we live and live and live and live and don't learn anything about how to be better Christians, more faithful Catholics, and little Christs in the world. It's pointless. Our lives are pointless if we don't reflect and look. Some might say for the root cause. Heck, man, I hate that phrase because it goes back to... Oh, it goes back to my corporate days when I was in information technology, which is IT, the technical stuff. And, you know, what's the root cause of what's going on? Oh, I mean, we even had root cause analysis, meeting, analysis meetings, RCAs. Just brutal, brutal. So, yeah, I when I think about that, I think about more related to my former job. So I like to just say what is really going on. But it really is the root cause. Just like you don't want to treat symptoms, you'd rather treat the illness itself. And then the symptoms go away. Same kind of thing in life. And so let's ask ourselves what we're doing to prepare the path for Jesus to enter our family's hearts and our friends' hearts faster through our witness and through our walk. Lord, please change my heart. Please help me love the people in my life unconditionally, just where they are, not when they do something, when they apologize, when they change. We need to love people where they are. Love them to Jesus. Love your way through everything. And you'll find that your conflicts and your relationships are going to be easier. Okay, let's go prepare the way. Let's be the the herald angel. Hark the, right? Hark the herald angel sing. Let's get out there and tell people about Jesus. In our own lives, the way we live. I love you all. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.